edition of Shooting the Shit on a lovely sunny Friday afternoon where the Wi-Fi is not working in Bake Up for a change. Um, again. We have got, yes, again, we have got four gorgeous women. Put myself in that amongst the gorgeous women. Um, and we are here today to talk about dressing to feel good. So first of all, let's go around and do introductions. Jo, what's your name? Where'd you come from? Uh, my name's Jo, Joanne Grant. I've come from Leicester, but based in Surrey, and I'm an editorial coach. Wonderful, thank you. Hannah, what's your name? Oh, she's, she cut out. I'm Hannah, I'm from Grow Traffic. Everyone knows me. <laughs> Everyone knows me. And Natasha, what's your name and where'd you come from? Hi everyone, I'm Natasha Diskin. I'm from Savvy Star. I live in Manchester, sunny Manchester. Uh, and I'm a personal stylist and well-being coach. Oh, so you're not a million miles from me then in Manchester? I didn't no, realize you were not at all. Today. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you my Wi-Fi vibes. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. It's horrendous here. Uh, so we are here today to talk about dressing to feet. Now. Feminism and, and clothing is something we have actually covered a couple of times before, but well, when we've talked about this in the past, what we've talked about really is sort of the expectations on women um, uh, around how we should dress when we're in the workplace. And since we had that last conversation, there's been a bit of a seismic shift in the, the fact that we've had, you know, a whole global pandemic situation. Um, and the way women dress and the way women feel about dressing has fundamentally changed. I don't know about you three, but I seem to have things on my uh, timeline on Facebook at the moment of people saying, I cannot go back to pre-pandemic levels of bra wearing and I cannot get out of my leggings and I do not fit in any of my clothing. And I genuinely think over the last few months, the way women in particular and men feel about their clothing has fundamentally changed. So what we're going to talk about today is why does the way, uh, why do the things that we wear impact how we feel? How has uh, the way that we dress changed and how do we make sure that moves forward into the workplace so that we don't just lose everything that we've learned over the, the last few months? So first of all, Natasha, you are our guest. Tell us about Savvy Style. What is it? What do you do? Why do you care about dressing for mood? So Savvy Style is a personal styling and well-being coaching service. So I care passionately about women feeling confident and i'm not talking about just any confidence i'm talking about unstoppable confidence where you are fearlessly dressing as your true self and showing up as your true self through your style without the fear of being judged and that takes a lot of hard work to achieve that because we have a lot of unlimited uh, limiting beliefs we have we are conditioned as women to dress a certain way when you get to a certain age you're supposed to dress a certain way when you're in a career job or a different role there's expectations and i'm here to break down those expectations and get you to really connect with yourself and showcase that through your style and my background is actually in cognitive behavior therapy and mental health so i use a lot of my expertise in how i work with with my clients to break down issues like low self-esteem anxiety depression all through personal style it's absolutely wonderful that's awesome isn't it yeah go on hannah when when the attack the notion of your true self and you know it wasn't like a gok one like to get your tits up here you've got to get your waist like this you know you want to want to 
like if you want to slob around in your leggings and that's your true self girl you do you kind of thing but it's like having the confidence to to actually do that i think like enlightening for me absolutely important because when when you say to women you know we want you to dress first what we're essentially saying is we want you to not be afraid of what to feel confident and to, to feel comfy and to feel confident in what you wear what women hear is oh my god i've got to wear you know a, a, a tight leopard print low cut top or you want me to go out in my bra or something and it's absolutely not that is it it's fearless as in fewer clothes less clothing it's fearless as in the confidence to walk out the house wearing what you feel comfortable in absolutely and wearing what truly represents you you know if you're a funny vibrant loud kind of person well let's bring that out for your style like why not if you're creative and you're smart and intelligent let's bring that out for your style why hide why cover up it doesn't matter what people think essentially it's what you think that matters yeah absolutely so joe you always look fabulous how how do you what you're going to wear in the morning? What what determines what what you get dressed as? Uh, well, it depends what I'm going to do for the day. Let's be honest, which is not a, not leaving the house a lot at the moment. But um, I love clothes and I love dressing for my mood. And like I'm all over what Natasha just said. I love dressing for who I feel I am. And obviously, when I was younger, I cared. And as I've got older, well. It's kind of true, but it's kind of, I just don't, I just wear what I feel I want to wear. I've never been on trend. I never had trendy clothes growing up. I was the kid at school who my mum used to make me wear a skirt to school, even though there was no uniform and all the other kids were wearing jeans. So I was always a bit of an outsider with what I was wearing. And somehow I just continue to embrace that. And I've just always just done my own thing i couldn't be i wouldn't i don't understand being trendy um but yes yeah, so i dress to how i feel and what i want to wear and i've really embraced since not being in employment i'm in self-employment uh you got you guys know this but i love a pair of dungarees i have several yeah. pairs oh, um, dungarees are great yeah, they're just the best thing. So I'd live in my dungas, uh, mainly at home, because there's nothing on your waist. So you can just chuck them on, but they still look cool. Why yeah. do I love them? So, um, yeah, my day wear is mainly like dungas um, of various types. Um, but I love vibrant colours. So, yeah, it's it's all about my mood, really. And I just don't care what other people think anymore. <laughs> And the ironic thing about that, Joe, is that you 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 might say you know you're not trendy, but you always look stylish. And I think yeah. that's the difference. That people think you know to be if you're gonna you know dress well, you've got to be on trend. And you don't have to be on trend, but you just look you carry off everything that you wear. Yeah. And I, I admire that. So, so Hannah, what what makes you get dressed in the morning apart from the fear of going out? Naked Ironer is doing at the moment. <laughs> Shout out to the people doing Naked Ironing. <laughs> Who's doing Naked Ironing? Um, so it's on the chat, sorry, if you haven't seen it on the comments. I don't know who it is because yeah, we haven't seen but somebody says they're doing Naked Ironing at the moment. Life is too short. Living life on the edge. Yeah. So what um, makes you get dressed? Well, um, 
I wear, well, a lot of it is the weather. I don't like being too hot and I don't like being too cold. So in winter, I put on loads of layers and in summer, I live in my shorts. But I have always been a, a particular shape. I think some people call it hourglass, if they're being really generous. And I'm really tall um, and I'm, I'm rather broad and I've got enormous tits. And so for me, like, dungarees would look ridiculous on me. I'd look like I'd escaped from some sort of mental facility. Um, so, I, so I have to be, like, careful with what I wear and really dress to try and flatter my shape. So there's a lot of standing in the mirror and taking photos and texting it to Rachel and going, Rachel going, yeah. So, like... I think that is a lot of it for me, but otherwise, um, I do I do like to frighten people. <laughs> so if I'm like dressing for a meeting, I do like to be slightly intimidating if I can. So like structure and collars and things like that. Alicia bought me some epaulettes for um, Christmas, which I've not had a chance to rock yet. Um, so yeah, that's it really. Um, but I think one of the beautiful things, like Joe said, of being self-employed, you don't have to dress for work. And with it being your own business, if I want to walk into a meeting in shorts and Doc Martins, I can do. Um, so that's really nice as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, you have this thing about always being fat, probably because our mother knew that complex when you were about three years old. Um, but everybody will say this, you, you are not fat. And you have a yes, you have an hourglass figure, but you are beautifully in proportion, and and that's what matters. So yeah, no dungarees don't flatter you, but there are other things that you look phenomenally good at. So yeah, there we go. So don't put yourself down, Hannah. Um, Natasha, what makes you get dressed in the morning, Natasha? I think it's very very similar to Joe. You know, a lot of what Joe said resonates uh, in terms of what what I practice as a personal stylist, but. It is very much about mood dependent and what, what I'm doing that day as well. So if I'm waking up in the morning and I feel like, you know, I'm lacking motivation uh, I need a bit of a boost, then chances are you're going to find me in bold, bright colours. Um, just anything just to lift my mood, lift my vibration and just getting me out of my funk and lift my motivation. And then also depending on the activities, you know, I might be doing the school run and then, then doing a talk, a talk on something, then styling a client, and then doing a show. So lots of things happen. But I tend to wear versatile pieces that can easily be transitioned from one activity to the other. So I don't have time to keep changing. You know, I've got kids, I'm busy, uh, so I don't have time to keep changing. So making sure it's versatile for me is really important. Um, but really, a lot of it essentially is I don't follow trends. I don't believe in trends. I think style is timeless. It never changes. If you can nail your style, whatever you're wearing now will still be look great on you five, ten years' time. You just evolve it and adapt it with you, with your personality, your goals, and your lifestyle as well. Mm. So I I love, like, I, the rest, you're right, I, I kind of – I'm, I'm self-conscious. So our mother was, you know, she, she gave us issues about the way we look and dress and how much weight we carry and stuff. So I I, I have a thing where I, like, I know what kind of things will suit my shape because I'm quite, I've got long legs but a very short square body. So I look weird in quite a lot of things. Well. Um, but 
I will, uh, if I if I know that there's something that I like, for example, I like a baggy trouser, like a big palazzo trouser, preferably linen. I love that. And recently they've come into fashion again. And I'm like, oh my God, quick, I've got to buy them all. <laughs> and you're right, you know, it doesn't matter whether, it's not that they're in fashion, that's why I'm buying them. I'm buying them because they won't be in the shop for the five, mm. ten years. So um, but also, I'm a very, uh, I think they say, kinesthetic person, don't they? So I will dress for what feels good. I don't like anything itchy. I don't like anything scratchy. I don't like anything that restrictive on me. So I don't like, you know, everyone takes out me because I live in my leggings. But I live in my leggings because I feel comfy. And because I'm yeah. from, uh, yeah. You're being down weird about the way clothes feel, aren't you? Yeah, I am really weird, yeah. And if it's if it's a slightly uncomfortable, I just will not wear it at all. I'm terrible. And Chloe, who works for us, she's exactly the same. She, her mum, when she was little, used to have to cut all the labels out of everything because if there was anything even slightly scrap, wouldn't wear it. So, yeah, it's, it's less about my mood. It's more about what am I going to feel comfortable in? Um, mm. and, and I kind of take it from there. So why, then, do we think that clothes... I mean, we have sort of touched upon it already, Natasha, but... Why do clothes have such a, a, an impact on our mood? You would think it would be external things that would change how we feel, but clothes genuinely do. And, and you know, is it purely, does it purely come down to if you feel like you look good, you will have more confidence and therefore you will, uh, uh, you know, face the day with being a bit braver? What, what is the psychology behind that, Natasha? And, you know, there is a real, tr a true psychology, you know, I call it the psychology of style, but essentially, yes, it is that. If you, if you, if you feel you look good, if you look good in your clothes and they feel good to you on your body, you're going to feel good on the inside too, and you're naturally going to do better. So think about it as, like, if you're going for a job interview, for example, and it was for a corporate job, and you wanted, you were going for a senior position, you're not going to turn up in jeans, are you? Because chances are you're going to have feelings about comfort, relaxation, the weekend. You're not going to be in the headspace you need to be. So therefore, that's going to impact your mood and essentially your performance that day. You might get away with it, but chances are probably not. But then something happens in that too, because you're giving off a certain vibe. People pick up on people's vibes. You ever get that? If someone's angry or anxious or just a bit uncomfortable, you're going to pick up on that. And it impacts the interaction you're having with people. And it's like a butterfly effect of your day. So, yes, it does work in that sense. So if you want to feel good, think about your clothes, think about your appearance and how they feel for you and what message they're sharing to the world. But I think also from a law of attraction kind of point of view, you know, you attract the things that you want to attract into your life. So if you're constantly wearing the clothes that make you go, oh, I feel fat, ugly, terrible, boring, you know, uh, in like stupid, then that is what you're, you're going to bring that into your life too. You're going to find our subconscious automatically helps us find evidence to support these limiting beliefs. So if you think you're boring, you're gonna spend most of your day looking for evidence to prove that right. And that includes in your clothes. Oh look, I'm wearing black again, clearly boring, right? And actually, if you just turn that around and start wearing colors. <laughs> I live in black. <laughs> and it was not aimed at you, it was whatsoever. But this is so typical. A lot of women get this. Like These are typical examples that happen. And it does speak volumes to a lot of women because it's true, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so you can, but you, 
not only is a personal style can be used in that way to hinder you, but you can also use it as a really powerful tool to get to where you want to be in your life, to feel the way you want to feel day to day as well. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, but it is all about it comes back to comfort it's not necessarily that you know being uncomfortable physically it's a mental thing to take the piss out of women when we're you know if we're going out or something and we all text each other going what are you going to wear what are you going to wear yeah it's because i want to look the same but it's you don't want to turn up if everybody else is in a ball gown and you've turned up in your leggings you're gonna feel uncomfortable you're gonna feel like yeah. the odd one out and and again it's about it's about feeling you know, much more than just the the way you look it's it's how people will perceive you it's how you interact mm -hmm. with the outside it's how people are going to judge you you know because first impressions mm -hmm. count and, and again you know if i turn up to places in my in my mucking out gear which is just full of rips and holes and poo all over it that's the impression people have got of me so i mean joe you said you will sorry yeah yes go go you may I used to interview a web developer and we interviewed various levels. So kind of very, very senior and very junior and a senior web developer can, can kind of demand that the MD gets down and licks his boots clean, you know, because they're so sought after. And the more senior the developer got, the more casual he came in in an interview to the point where one guy came in in tracksuit, like a tracksuit for a job interview. It's like the juniors would come into yeah. it with. So in some ways, I think if you have the balls to walk into a room in your dirty mucking out gear, thinking of horse shit covered in holes, that's a serious power move. Like, yeah. Yeah. It is just a kind of, you know, you have to accept it because actually what I'm saying is so much more important than my exterior. And I wonder yeah. if that's a privilege that men have over women. Maybe, that's a really maybe. good point. Yeah, that's a good point. And Rachel, when you said about that, the mucking out gear, I'm like, well, who cares? And why does it? Why should it matter so much what you are wearing, where you're going? It's about you. You've got to think about if it's going to affect you in terms of like what you want from that experience is to socialize and have fun and you know just be energetic. But your mucking out gear is actually going to make you feel like you know you just want to. I don't know, mock out, you know, it's completely different. <laughs> then that's a good excuse. That's a good reason to change. But if you're changing because you don't want people to judge you, then that's a different story. That's something to explore. And maybe do turn up with your mocking out clothes and actually see what does happen. So it can work in that way too. And it's, you know, picking up on that. But Hannah, that point you made, I think, about, you know, does this affect men? I, versus women I think like that's such a, a massive thing isn't it I think us women are under so much pressure to look a certain way be a certain way in the workplace especially and I can guarantee I, I, it'd be interesting to see these senior um, members of staff were the women dressing more casually was it just the men dressing more oh, casually yeah. Yeah, well, there's no there's no senior women developers interviewed. So, Dally's commented, and Dally's saying, you know, when when he went for his life, he he, he went in, in jeans. He got it. And uh, this is a this is a, I mean, we uh, this is another subject we keep meaning to come back to, and we will. But um, I, I have a, a an 11 year old son. Hannah has a girl, and Hannah Hannah's always been saying to me like, "Why hasn't he got any nice clothes?" And I'm like, "You can't find it. You can't find nice clothes for boys." She took him shopping the other day for his prom outfit. She messaged me 
She was like, there are no nice clothes for boys. Like, girls have got aisle upon aisle upon aisle of choice. Boys have got black or blue jeans. Yeah, and so there is a lot, you know, there's a lot. I suppose the... The the, the 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 bottom line of that is that, that men have less choice. They either wear a suit and, and tie or they wear jeans and a shirt. And mm. that's pretty much it, isn't it? So maybe it's that. Anyway, uh, time is marching on. We must, we must move on. Yeah, there we go. Um, I, I want to, I just want to come on to the pandemic. So, you know, obviously a lot of us have been furloughed. We've been working from home. We've been doing some sort of mix of the two. We've been doing childcare. I mean, I know I've been for the past sort of 18 months, reasonably nicely dressed on top and, and leggings and a monkey pair of shorts on the bottom. No one's going to see it. You know, now that we are returning back to the office place, returning back to meeting people face to face and all the rest of it, are we going to revert back to, to those old expectations of having to turn up in a suit? Joe, what, what do you think? Because you've you started being self-employed at the beginning of the pandemic. So has that changed how you dress for work, do you think? Um, I think if I was going out to meet people, then no, I am desperate to use my wardrobe. I love my clothes. I loved getting dressed up to go to work. If I was going back into my regular employed job, I'd be like rocking out my pencil skirts. I'd be pulling it all out. I'd be desperate to get dressed up again. But I think the difference in that is that wasn't the norm. Like it wasn't an expectation put on me. That's how I chose to dress for work, how I chose to express myself. So I don't feel like my lovely 50 style pencil skirt was someone else's expectation. I just flipping love it and want to have a reason to wear it again, you know? And it was, a, I wore it for me in the first place. So I've started, you know, going out a little social engagements. So I'm suddenly like, look at my, what, what can I wear? Like, I haven't had a chance to wear find it really exciting so if I was going back in the office I'd be flipping dressed to the nines and loving it honestly yeah, yeah. I'd be desperate for it's, it <laughs> it's really interesting that because I went uh, out for dinner the other last week with some of my friends some of the women who were in my uh, networking group so there was like six of us I think we, we went out for dinner at a really a, you know fairly nice restaurant and I didn't I didn't get dressed up I rocked up I mean my back was so but I rocked up in leggings my toms and a, a dress it was a nice you know shirty dress type thing but I didn't get dressed up and I tied with the idea afraid should I you know it technically it's like a businessy situation it's a night out and then I just thought, I can't be fucked. I really can't be fucked. Yes, me. I cannot be fucked anymore. I feel like lockdown has liberated me from the need to like do up my belt. Like I just want to <laughs> like slobby clothes. Like when Natasha was saying, if she's feeling like low or down, or whatever, she puts on bold colours. Me, I put on my joggers and like a dirty t-shirt. Yeah. Like, be happy for the day. Like I just can't be fucked. Yeah, and you know, I, I think you know, I think that's great, and it, it's it's tuning into how you feel, isn't it? Um, I guess one of the things to to bear in mind is if if you're doing that time and time again, keeping check of your confidence and what it's doing to your confidence. That's so true. Well. Yeah, that is so true. And like, I had a baby, and um, she's ten months. So you know, getting and a baby in my mid thirties, getting back into your jeans is harder this time around mm -hmm. than it was last time around. So I think that 
that you know does impact and i'm i'm mentally fighting the fight with the whole snap back get into your jeans like you know the, the pressure to snap back into your pre-pregnancy body and yeah. uh, i do pull that face to myself a lot natasha when i'm like you know having running through this dialogue in my head and then i just think well, yeah, I, I, I was thinking more you know again it's pressure isn't it where's this pressure coming from who's the person after you've had a baby because I've got 15 months old and you know there is that pressure of you've lost the, the baby's like walking now like what's going on with your body well actually my body's doing what it needs to be because it grew a freaking human and like is keeping it alive so my body's gonna do whatever it needs to do how long it takes but you know what you could do don't wear the jeans then Go for elasticated type trousers. Go for maxi skirts that have got an elasticated band. There's so much out there other than like, you can still wear your leggings. There's loads you can do with leggings, by the way. There's loads you can do with joggers. I literally live in my joggers when I've got the kids, but it still looks elevated and stylish. So really what I'm saying here is you can wear your leggings, you can wear your joggers, you can wear your comfy and like, oh my God, I just want to be me kind of clothes. But you just make a few tweaks and adaptations so it does lift you slightly and make you feel confident. Do you know what else I think has helped us with this as well? Genuinely, internet shopping. Because if you think back to sort of 15, 20 years ago, I used to hate going shopping because you would have a sort of in your head an idea of what you what you need. Very too specific. And I, we would go to Preston or Manchester and you would have a choice of, say, 10 shops. And if it wasn't in those 10 shops, there was nothing else you could do. So you would buy sort of the next best thing and you'd go home having spent 150 quid and not being entirely satisfied. And your mum would be shouting at you because you're going, you're only going to wear that once and you're not going to wear it again. <laughs> yeah. And whereas now, you know, with internet shopping, we do have so much more. You know, I can buy things from smaller shops you know this this maxi dress that i'm wearing summer maxi dress here i got this from a little shop called elsie's attic that i wear and i've on facebook and i bought it and you know a shop like that i would never have been able to come across yeah. if you are able to find like loads of, loads of vintage clothing i've just bought some dungas yeah. based on joe's um recommendation i will probably look like a trucker in them but i don't Trucking give a shit exactly but yeah i do think you know internet shopping has liberated us do, do you do any of you do internet shopping more than actual irl shopping no i can't fucking stand it really why because i like to look at the quality of the fabric and the cut of the yeah. clothes and i can't yeah. just pick anything up and put it on i need to know like how it's gonna hang and how it's gonna feel and i can't cannot yeah. buy online there's something magical that happens in the shop when you're in that shop and you can see everything, you can smell the shop, you can hear the music, you can feel fabrics and you can use your imagination a lot better than an image on a screen. Yeah. yeah. You see, I just, I just buy stuff and if I don't like it, I send it back or I give it away and do it that way. Anyway, I'm conscious of the time and we have a hard finish today, girls. So final question for you today. If accept that the the kind of the way that we are dressed and the way that we as women are willing to now change the way that we dress and dress more for our mood than for the patriarchy, how are we going to bring that forward into our workplaces? How are we going to make sure we don't have to go back to the standard for is a, a suit and some nice celeste? What are we going to do? Who who are you asking? Any of you. Well, Natasha, first, what do you think? Because you you are trying to bring style to the masses. 
What do you tell women yeah. when you work? I, I think, firstly, obviously, you, you know, think about your environment, where you are, and start with small steps. To go from, you know, where we were right before lockdown to suddenly, right, I'm going to wear sparkles to my office job. I don't care what anyone thinks. That's a freaking big job. That's a big job. So what you could do is introduce small pieces gradually and see what happens, see what people say. And actually, does that affect your confidence at work? Chances are you're going to feel more confident because you're being more yourself, more authentic. And if you're in a work environment where you feel like you're trapped, you can't do that. Because some work environments are like that. We can't change that. Then it's about exploring, well, what is better for me? Like, Joe, you've decided to go, you know, work for yourself. You're not tied to any rules or expectations. I was working in the NHS. I massively dropped down my hours. I'm more full-time entrepreneur. I can be me. I can literally rock up and be me. So it's weighing that up. But I would say small, steady steps. Introduce colours. Introduce print. Um, don't be afraid to just experiment a little bit. And, and go bold with colours where other people might not. Trust me, you will stand out for the right reasons. Yeah, as well. It is a real confidence. When somebody knows because you've done something slightly different and they say oh you look lovely i really like you yeah, that does give you a little boost for the rest of the day we, and we, they'll, remember we you. they'll all remember you you're leaving an imprint like the amount of conversations i've started with people like if i've gone to a networking event you know before covid and it was just oh i love your shoes yeah honestly total straight i love your shoes conversation started they're a client like it's unreal but it's yeah. our clothes are that powerful. Mm. Uh, yeah. Joe, what are you going to do? What are you going to do to carry it forwards? Well, I, don't, I don't think I can uh, top Natasha's advice. I'm all over that. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, we shouldn't feel, you know, oh, so my two o'clock's calling me. Oh, bye, Joe. Oh, I've just hung up on her. But anyway, <laughs> Natasha's advice is great. Yeah. Kindred spirits, I'm all over it. Like, express yeah. yourself. Yeah. So. Brilliant. Brilliant. We're yeah. going to get Hannah out of black. That's the next thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. No, I'm going to embrace the black. I'm going to buy a pointed hat and dress like a witch. That's what I would have been. <laughs> Just add a bit of colour, like with accessories, you'll be fine. No, never. Make your heart left print, you'll be all right. Right, that is it. Yeah. Thank you so much to all of you. Thank you to everybody for watching. Thank you so much, Natasha. Genuine advice. The bottom line is wear what makes you feel happy and fuck for everybody else. That's it. Have a lovely weekend, all. We'll be back Bye soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.